0: Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger and I am thrilled
2: to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.
3: Sarah Michelle
2: To we stand together, a pop culture academic symposium. We are the pop culture professors. I'm
4: Caitlin Bitsagay. I'm Lauren Brickman, and we are the smart people. Dumb Top- topics. Topics, and we are here to educate the masses about standum, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Um, so hopefully by now you. You yourself are a stan, and you know what it means. But just in case you're still trying to wrap your brain around what does stan mean, it means that you're a super fan, right? And uh, super fans are people who are passionate about any number of different things. It could be, uh, I don't know, Days of Our Lives. Absolutely. uh, Which, you know, this is a hard moment in Days of Our Lives uh, culture because we have eight months of episodes left, but we don't know the future of the show beyond that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I know...
2: 50 great years, though.
4: 50 great years. And then the last 10. (laughs) And then the last (laughs) 10. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so for any Days of Our Lives stands yep. out there, we understand that this uh, this moment is hard for you. Yeah. Shout um, out to the Sandys. <laughs> the sand. Sands I just, of Our Hours glasses. I assume if you're listening to the show, you're also watching Days of Our Lives regularly. Um, you know, there are lots of different things you could be stands about. In mm-hmm. fact, Caitlin, what are you standing right now? Because... I think your your current stand-up really opens the world of standing. You
2: know, it's a peculiar one, but I'm really standing and missing flip phones. Mm. I've been watching Gossip Girl, and I'm like, you know what? That's all we needed. We didn't need all this iPhone business. Yeah. And you look much cooler talking on a Motorola Razor phone pink than you do on an iPhone. Yeah, Taking a clandestine phone call on one of those, that's yeah. a secret. On an iPhone, you're talking to a computer. Yeah.
4: You could also have a much bigger power move when you ended a call and you could slam a flip phone. A thousand
2: percent. Also, you know, my aunt Patty, who recently visited me, 75 years old, she just has a flip phone. You know what? She's not distracted all the damn time.
4: I got to say, I hung out with your dad and all of your aunts at a bar and your aunt Patty was the only one not on her phone. Yep. She was very present with me and mm-hmm, I appreciated mm-hmm. that.
2: I think baby boomers need it more than anyone. Baby boomers love their iPhones. They're on it all the time. Yeah. They need to go back. To the days when they were just 50 years old.
4: And I just want to be clear to all of Caitlin's aunts that are listening to this. I love you all. Yes, they're all great. Uh, Tony, Barbara, Kathy, Patty, each Mm -hmm. of you is a unique and beautiful snowflake that I love tremendously. One just happens to coincide with the great topic of flip phones.
2: Yeah. specifically Motorola Racer.
4: Yeah. Um, and I just want to put it out there. Uh, Caitlin and I, before we started recording, we're debating whether or not we've talked about this topic enough in episodes, but I just want to everyone to be really clear that I am a stan of Joshua Jackson. Sure. Um, and if it hasn't been made clear to you, I hope in this moment it will be clear to you that the ulterior motive of this podcast is to ultimately get an interview with Joshua Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, fans of the show stands of the show if you out there have a personal connection or even an impersonal connection to oh, Josh, uh just you know keep tagging him as you uh share this mm-hmm. uh pod with your friends yeah DM josh us. this is for you ultimately because uh pacey witter for life that's, that's a great point if you are joshua jackson feel free to just directly dm yeah. us that'll yeah.
2: be much quicker don't it wait for be. other people to introduce us
4: yeah but if you do want to do some sort of like um clandestine i don't know meetup or something I don't know. I'm just really excited. You're just asking him on a date.
2: Yeah. That's, which is great, too. I'm not, I am not. I hope that happens.
4: Hey, listen. But I would love him to be on the podcast. Yeah, Being on the podcast is more important because careers over romance any day for me. Wow. I am just really lost in my own fan fiction where Pacey Witter <laughs> right. asks me to prom.
2: I can tell that you're already at the point where you are deciding between your career with Joshua Jackson <laughs> and your romance with him.
4: Yeah. I'm a really imaginative writer, but you know what? I I'm also a professor of pop culture. Absolutely, and so are you, Caitlin.
2: And when we say we're professors, we mean that because yeah. we've taught at the college level. We have master's degrees. We've graded papers.
4: Some of my students may be listening to this right now, going, "I can't believe she is in charge of my grade," <laughs> but I am. <laughs> <laughs> you could graduate or not based on what Lauren thinks, and I'm a woman in her thirties thinking about possibly dating Joshua Jackson. So just students hold on to that tonight. But we
2: are Uh, also professors of pop culture. We have experience and research in that area. And, um, we want to talk to you as it pertains to the topic we're going to speak on in this episode. Um, one thing I've done and done research lived my life. I've met Megan Hilty Mm. multiple times. Yes. She is a good friend of a good friend. Yes. Which I would like to also point out though. It's not relevant to this episode. Um, that, that kind of means I'm friends with Dolly Parton. Yes. I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't put any facts in the way of that yeah um I just am friends with Dolly Parton and I will say I have absolutely no connection to Catherine McPhee and I never will
4: yeah I think that is uh, a really good point point. <laughs> and I just want to point no. out that um I've not met Megan Hilty but I am friends with Caitlin's friend of Megan Hilty mm-hmm. and me and Caitlin and the friend of Megan Hilty all saw Dolly Parton live together mm-hmm. so I too think I can claim Dolly Parton as a friend yeah. Yeah. That's just how that logic works. Um, and also, uh, if, you've, if you're have if you listening to this episode, you've seen the title of this episode. So you know that we're talking about Smash today. Mm-hmm. And my connection to Smash is that I once cleaned creator of Smash, Teresa Rebeck's housing at a summer... Uh- <laughs> theater company that's amazing yeah i i've been in teresa rebeck's uh private lair and i have picked up her wrappers from her various junk foods oh wow yeah sorry teresa i don't mean to be uh her as a junkie i don't mean to be out in you but uh there's a lot of junk food wrappers in there uh but so that's why we feel like we have the uh resume. Yeah, the resume. To speak on this amazing theme,
2: which today is... Smash. Smash. So what is Smash? Smash is uh, an American musical drama that first aired in 2012 on NBC, that's the National Broadcasting Corporation, for two... only two seasons and it starred a uh, friend of a friend Megan Hilty, mm-hmm. Catherine McPhee Deborah Messing and all of Deborah Messing scarves
4: yes give it up for the scarves uh, and to get us in the mood I think we want to we want to have a little mood music yes. to get us started so here is let me be your star from smash Let it seep into your soul. Mm. And to talk about Smash with us today our friends of the show, friends of mine since I was a literal child. Please welcome (laughs) Benjamin Farha and Michael DeFrancisco. So uh,
2: Smash is the story of (laughs) the... uh, making of the fictional Broadway show bombshell which mm-hmm. is to be the story life story of Marilyn Monroe yeah um, and vying for the part of Marilyn are Karen Cartwright played by Catherine McPhee and Ivy Lynn played by Megan Hilty um, that's about one 100th of what happens yes um, but you, you guys are stands of the show smash oh yeah wow, wow. just the breathing I have no words. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so what, when do you, do you remember your first memory of Smash, either seeing it, hearing about it? If
4: you will, when did you first Smash Smash? There we go.
1: Oh, when it was on, I, I think. I watched it. Yeah. The first day yeah. one. You were hooked. I believe so. Okay. I, you know.
3: I'm pretty not, sure I'm that, that, that it was but... like the teaser trailer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on NBC months before Possibly maybe during a Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, it did premiere during the Super Bowl. It premiered during the Super Bowl. And just
3: knowing that it was even happening. I'm sure I actually saw an article about it, probably on a Broadway website about casting.
1: Mm. Do you remember there also were like those huge Times Square ads? Yes, yes. Huge and gorgeous. And it was like the most exciting thing. 2012. Yeah. 2012, yeah.
4: I was not living here when it premiered. Though I was- it's very possible you heard about it in 2011 because it premiered
2: in like January 2012. Yes. Right. Yeah, I first remember a friend just describing it and I said, stop and then say everything you just said again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking, this is going to be on NBC. Yeah. And this was before, by the way, the the new Revitalized trend of the live musicals. We
4: were not yeah. seeing musicals on television.
1: No, all point. we
3: had was Glee. Right. This right. was
4: this was the network's response to Glee's success. Right.
1: Where um, were we in Glee? Like we were deep into Glee at this we point. right? We were nearing
4: the end. I would say year two. No, no, because uh, Glee premiered our my Mike and I senior yeah. year of college, and Smash came out my last year of grad school. So it was probably season. I think it was like season four. Makes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So it was very different. Yeah. Very different different shows, but yeah, but it came out my last semester of grad school. And I remember being too overwhelmed to like fully appreciate it at the time. But in those few scarce moments of freedom, my roommate and I would watch it in the wee wee hours of the morning. And what is that like to be in acting school while smash is happening? Mm. Well, um, (sighs) it's everything because, uh, It felt so real, especially I remember watching an episode and just like laugh crying because like Mm -hmm. as unrealistic and as unbelievable as Smash is, the emotion of it Mm -hmm. is real. Mm -hmm. And so like I remember being in a particularly dramatic rehearsal and just being like, oh my God, we're all Ivies. We're all. Karen wow. Cartwright. So oh, like,
1: okay. Well I no, don't know. If oh I'd my say god. That we're
3: all Karen Cartwright. Yeah. Wow. I beg to differ. That okay. Might
2: be a... Okay, well let's go in. What do you guys mean by that? Yeah. When
1: what, you said we're all Ivies, we're all the entire room is like, Yes, yes, we are. Okay. Because we are. What, so what
2: does it mean to you to be an Ivy? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean talented. besides being perfect and talented. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I w didn't we love her so much just because like she had put in the work?
4: Mm. That's I mean,
1: that was She paid her dues. I don't know if we're ready to dive in on Karen, but like... Not
4: quite yet, but I'm glad to know that you're coming in hot. Oh,
1: God.
2: um, That's that's so great. And I think my overall take on Smash is exactly sort of the same. There's so many brilliant things yeah. about it, and it really was a great idea. So the times when it fell short were that much more exasperating, yeah. and some of the, the stupid things that they chose to focus on versus their fundamentally, I think,
4: brilliant idea from the yeah. top. Yeah, Very frustrating. Very well, frustrating. I remember being just so frustrated because so Ben and I for some context met in middle school because we went to a performing arts school as children oh my god a a school where smash high smash Smash high high. yeah yeah, basically yeah we were in middle school declaring our majors and we were theater majors as teenagers and i have always i have notebooks probably that Ben and i have written in together where i outlined a tv show that i wanted to do called Drama Queens and oh that's
3: right Smash was so
4: a, much closer to Drama Queens than Glee ever was because yeah. like Smash just like cuz what it's the uh, It's
3: innately soapy. Yes. I mean like I mean not to I mean do we want to in dive there. into the history of Smash I mean, In I the sense that, Oof. so this was a Spielberg produced oh, yes. project Yes. that was originally, I believe, for Showtime. Yes, yes. it was. Right. And was Imagine. going to be, Oof. I think, probably a lot more realistic to the probably the way rural. things really go. Yeah. Well, and then when it ends up on a network television show and it has to become yeah. a 23 episode cliffhanger every episode episode. Uh, show that has to deal with so many different storylines cause that's how network TV works.
4: Well, it's funny that you bring that up. So the, I think his title was like network president of Showtime had been like a lifelong theater nerd. And so this was his pet project and Spielberg came on board because the whole like pitch to Showtime was, we're going to do this show and it's going to be an anthology show. And each season, they're going to mm-hmm. be building oh, a yes. new musical. Right. Yeah. That with was the also hope a great idea. Mm-hmm. That Fantastic. it ends in the culmination being a live performance on right. Broadway each right. season. So that each, it would really be like a filmed uh, development of new works, is really what it was intended to be. But then he left Showtime, got hired at NBC, and was like, This is my baby. Mm. I'm taking it with me.
3: Mm. Well,. There is something, though, I mean, like you talk about being in college and watching it. There's something because it took this soapy turn that there's something sort of dreamlike about it. Mm -hmm. And it almost feels like what you thought it was going to be like when you were in high school or in college.
4: Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is very like wish fulfillment, especially if you go in as a Karen (laughs) um, and you, you know, god forbid but i think that's why like on first on first watch when we were when i was like seeing it and you like maybe you wanted to be the karen you wanted that to be your new york Mm storyline but now that we're in our 30s we're
4: yeah yeah
2: okay and um my just my final question to you guys is um will you let me be your star
3: uh, your request has been processed. Okay. Oh.
2: Thank you. <laughs> wow. I think that's actually the best possible answer, and that's the farthest I've ever gotten in this business. Um, so on that note, I think we're going to take a commercial break, and then we'll be right back.
4: Wow. I feel refreshed after that break. Woo.
2: Um, I can't wait, because this... This game is pretty heady Uh-oh. and
4: really going to be challenging like and Ben. I have to tell you, when Caitlin uh, pitched me this, I said, wow, we're really getting into the academic. And yeah. I'm worried that we're going to be, who? boy. It's a little erudite. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose some people
2: on this one. Right. I don't
1: even know what that word means. Exactly.
4: Uh, right. Saying, <laughs> so I'm going to give you
2: some quotes and you are going to tell me whether they are from the show Smash oh. or from... The Nintendo video game Super Smash Brothers. Oh. So, in a game we call Smash or Super Smash Brothers. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, here's the first one.
3: Are we going every other? I, you
2: guys can, you feel free to consult. Oh, oh good. Okay, yeah, Thank God. You're working Fantastic. as a team. You're a, team. You're, you're a team. I don't know. Because they're I pretty it hard. hard. Again, you're off your game, Fox.
1: That's the line?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Is it Smash or Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers? Super
1: Smash There's no one
4: Fox in the show. Wow. They're really thinking about this. Right? One.
3: Listen, I say the Super truth Smash. Of the, the truth is, I've have no idea what Smash Super Mario. It's
1: a
2: Nintendo. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's for
1: video games.
2: Yeah. It's for video games. Okay. For...
3: Uh, no context. So go with me here. Okay, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Super Smash.
3: Super Smash. You nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Great job, Mike. Thank you. Do
4: you want to take number two? I would love to. You need to have a thicker skin, Iowa.
3: Mm. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah,
4: That was from Ivy Lynn on Smash. Mm. Karen is
3: mm. referred to as Iowa. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. Number
2: three. I feel like a frog.
1: Mm. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be just from Smash. Maybe in a choreography moment. Maybe in a sex moment. Any guess? guess- I, my
3: inclination is the television series. Yeah, Smash. yeah.
2: It is, Karen says it. I I love that it was maybe from a sex moment. Maybe from a sex moment. Was Uh, it? No, we don't know.
4: I don't remember this quote. No, it's from, uh, I think, a costuming moment.
0: Oh, Oh, okay, mm -hmm. that
1: That too. Yeah, that's like sex.
4: It is. All right, here's the next one. I fight for my friends.
0: Oh.
1: Well, no one, everyone was so selfish in Smash. It could only be from the video.
3: I don't know, although it (laughs) might have been Tom. Oh, he
1: yeah, he was like a white he knight. He would say that. Yeah.
3: Although it also sounds yeah. like a very video game, like, I fight
0: for my friend.
1: Mm. I'm going to agree with you, though. It could have been Tom. I would say Smash.
3: Should we go Smash?
1: Yeah. No. It is from Super Smash Brothers. Mike, oh, yeah. you need
4: to
2: learn to trust your gut. You are right, though. I think you honed in on the one character it could yeah. have been. There's just, only one, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um. All right, this next one is going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Give it a mm-hmm. Jigglypuff.
3: Ooh. Smash wow.
1: or Super Smash that Brothers? Ben, that is a character in, in Super Smash Bros. Oh, is I, it? I don't think it's a character in Smash. <laughs> is that really a character in the true. game? That is true. It's a Pokemon. Wow.
4: Oh, this is
3: a, oh, let's just go with the game. Mike, yeah. I'm
4: learning about you and your likes and, and-
1: I have a younger brother.
4: I do too, oh, yeah, and that's I right. don't know any of this. Um,
2: so. It is from Super Smash Brothers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> though I would have
2: loved- do you want right. to do number six? I think I, you need to do this okay. last one.
4: I think this this is your this one's this is really
2: you. it could go either way. But yeah. okay. the line is, do you have something without peanuts in it?
1: Oh oh oh! I know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's it's smash the TV and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because remember,
3: I'm, I think I remember this.
1: Remember, she was allergic, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Rebecca
2: Duval. I will be talking yes. about her later, but yes. Nice. Okay, mm-hmm. you guys got mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. out of six. That That's, was amazing.
4: And honestly, Mike got six out of six. He just let Ben talk him out of one.
2: That's but true. But it, yeah. it was a show
4: your work moment. Of it was <laughs> like a five this, out of five. It felt like it could have been Tom. This is one of those situations where if you had shown me your work on your test, I would have given you the extra credit. So, Thank like, you. I think you all. I
2: think it was really hard and academic. Was, Wow. So thank you for putting Smash or Super Smash Brothers. Yay.
3: Thank you so much. You're welcome.
2: I'll, almost certainly a Maybe recurring Maybe I'll have to check out segment. that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Can you play it on the internet?
4: Um, <laughs> can you play it on the internet? <laughs> wow. Yeah, just log on. <laughs> just log on to the internet. <laughs> just and log ask. on. Yeah.
3: Just I gotta tell Siri. everybody to get off the phone uh-huh. first.
4: <laughs> just just uh, ask Bing. Bing. Bing? Super Smash Brothers
3: Play. Bing. Ask Jeeves. Yeah. He'll help you find
4: it. Uh, well, awesome. Now that I know that you all are such bright academic students, I feel confident that you can handle my thesis today.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And my thesis statement, I'm confident based on what's already been unpacked, you are mm-hmm. going to support fully. And... To preface my thesis statement, I want to say this. A lot of people have discussed over the years why Smash wasn't a Smash, right? Because it came in hot and heavy to Upfronts, and there was so much excitement about it, and it had one of the best teaser trailers ever. Mm. It premiered right after the Super Bowl. Ratings were great. That pilot is maybe a perfect pilot. Like, the pilot is really, really Mm -hmm. good. Because, you know, pilots are never. Um there there's always room to grow cuz it's a pilot, right? Yeah. And so it's a really good pilot cuz it sets up so much possibility and promise and all this, but ultimately Smash was a failure. It failed. Um, it only lasted two seasons. It had declining ratings. It, it didn't. It never lived up to the expectations that it that it set for itself. And so, in preparation for today, I, I sort of was like, "Well, why?" Right? And you know, you read a lot of think pieces and you read a lot of essays about this. And there's a lot of talk about you know Teresa Rebeck as a as a showrunner not trusting people that were helping her and the politics of like building a show right. and how. Um, you know paranoia and different things like that sort of led to a, a work environment where like feedback wasn't really appreciated and 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 notes weren't being taken and so and ultimately she left and then they brought a new show so there's all these different theories but my theory is smash failed because karen won That is my thesis statement. If Karen Cartwright hadn't been such a winner on the show, Mm. the show would have been better. Uh, And to show my work a little bit, um, I I did a little deep dive, and I found this quote uh, on a Smash wiki page
2: Mm. (laughs) from
4: a rabid fan who said, McPhee is lovely and has a lovely voice, but she has all the animation of a storefront window mannequin. And I felt like that really... Got to the heart of the matter, right? Um, Uh I want to make it very clear before I move forward that I'm not coming out as anti Catherine McPhee. I think she's legally not
1: allowed to. I'm legally not
4: allowed to. Um, And I want to say this. I think she found the role she was meant for in Waitress. Come on. That's a perfect role Mm, for her. Right? Such a great role for her. I I just never bought her as Karen. And to buy into the world of smash we have to love we have to love karen a little bit more and we just don't and here are five reasons why i could never love karen and what led to the failure of smash please let me know if you have anything to add uh first and i think mike you kind of already started to say this it was too easy for her right um i always felt if i have to suffer for my career so too must you karen right it was day two day two day two serious though come on
1: now She's like, this is hard. Day, wait, day two of what? Of like her time in New York. She yeah. like got off the plane, landed in an audition, and then five minutes later, she's singing "Over the Rainbow." And she's like, "Oh, why won't anyone cast me, Mom and Dad?" It's hard. Really? I felt mm-hmm. like it. I mean, <laughs> like, cause
3: okay. I mean, I don't know how how intense we want to get.
4: I want to get intense.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't buy that because. Uh, we don't know exactly how long she's been in New York. I mean, she's got this live in boyfriend that she met That's in true. New York. So Yeah. And they're like close enough that they're about to get engaged and all of that stuff. Dev.
1: Everything goes Dev, her way. She probably so met him last week. She met him on the plane. And I, like
3: I, But but there's there's <laughs> okay. a line in the first season by okay. the other waitress at the cafe that she works at. Okay. Like oh, yeah. this is how it always goes. You always book these little things. So it's not that She's. Ju- this is her first time to book anything. It's. A, it's her first time to book something at a certain level. Right. See,
4: to me, I don't know. Right. For some reason, when mm. I watched it, it always felt like everyone else around her was steeped in the reality of the hard work and that she was on some sort of like accelerated path that I was supposed to buy into the fact that her talent was just so big that she could surpass everybody.
1: Well, I would
3: agree with you that that's what we're supposed to think. Right, that's yeah. what it,
4: like everything was telling me that like she was so good that the rules don't apply to her.
3: Right.
1: Do you think it seemed like it was day two for her? It because she like Because she just wasn't so great? Like by comparison, I, think it I was don't just know. Just the way
4: she was treated and the way she was talked about, it made it made it feel like she was. They wanted us to believe she was so fresh off the farm, mm. and like it just made it feel like everything was easy for her.
3: Yeah, I mean, I also want to go on record by saying mm-hmm. I voted for Catherine McPhee on American Okay, so that is important to okay. say. That you is important sh- to say. Yes, mm-hmm. I am not anti-McPhee, yeah. and, and I and you know what? I'm sure she's a lovely gal. I bet we'd enjoy having a drink together.
4: Honestly, would love to get drinks with her and find out her thoughts on... on I have the some questions part,
3: right? for sure. But uh, I, you know, I think it's it, It's maybe... N- the problem was m- the marriage of actor and role. Yeah. Like, I think there were probably faults with Karen. Mm-hmm. And then maybe um, the way the actor and that troubled role were put together.
4: Mm, interesting, we will circle back to that in a moment, but uh, this, this sort of brings me to my point too. Another reason why um, Karen failed us all was that I just had such a hard time Wrapping my mind around how thin Katherine McPhee was, mm-hmm. and that her body was supposed to be Marilyn Monroe-esque, uh,
3: immediately takes you out of the
4: takes book. me out of it, and I do buy into. I feel like if we were gonna put her in that role, then we needed to hit harder that like producers and others are trying to put that body into that role, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. we never really got the like. The sense of like, oh, we have to like make make Marilyn hotter to today's standards. It would
1: have had to have been commented on, right? For the fact that she's, you know, not the not to like body anything, yep. but she's um, not the the form that you think of for Marilyn, right? And that is so iconic for so her. So
4: iconic for her, and as a plus size woman, every episode when it would when they when she would come on Stewing and it wasn't dealt with, it was just like this enormous elephant in the room for me, and that was hard for me i do want to point out that to anyone listening i think katherine mcphee would actually crush as audrey hepburn and you should look into that
1: yeah interesting to put that in. She's for like sure taller
2: than her i think okay
4: fair i don't know how height works uh, um it has numbers in it so i don't know how it works um so i'm gonna just casually move on to point three um Karen, we are told, right, is like sugar, spice, and everything nice. But to me, she came off very, like, polished, poised, and she pushed my buttons. Um, truly, from, like, day one, if Hilty and McPhee had swapped roles, mm-hmm. I could have understood the universe a little bit I actually better. think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right?
3: Wait. You mean if Megan Hilty had played Karen Cartwright, right? and mm-hmm. if Catherine McPhee had played Ivy Lynn. Oh Wow. I well, would have
4: believed that. Yeah.
3: I mean... I think that you would have had a completely different series post-pilot because right? I think that those roles were so eventually written for those actresses.
2: Totally. To your point with the body stuff, though, that would be, I mean, that's hard if you have done all the work, but someone that just looks exactly yeah. right comes down, you know. Yeah. That would be very
3: interesting. Right. Like It almost feels, I, I hate to keep going back to it, but like. It feels like a very NBC thing. It feels mm-hmm. like a very network TV thing. Is that like, yo, our central girl's got to be.
4: We have to stunt cast
3: and She's got to be hot and and Although, you know, that was a big thing with the rollout of that show was that it was introducing Connected- Catherine, Catherine McPhee yeah, like we would never true. heard of her name before. Yeah,
2: I don't. I mean, Megan Hilty is hot. I don't think it's nope. that. I think it's like. I think there's something about her stardom. Catherine yeah. McPhee has a certain type of person around her finger.
4: Yeah.
1: And His then, name it, is David Foster. <laughs> yeah. It is, though. It's an older yeah. exact yeah. yeah, You know what? That's yeah. very no, true. That is it's true. a really yeah. true
4: thing. Yeah. What I do think, too, it was so interesting because, like, the rollout for the show, the show was paired with The Voice. And even though Catherine was McPhee it? hadn't been on The Voice, she was an American Idol. Like, So there was some sort of, like, I feel like... And The Voice did take American Idol shine. That was yeah. successful. Yeah. So I do yeah. feel like they were I trying to do something. forgot that they were connected. Yeah, because it, that was why it didn't premiere till season because they wanted it to b- have the lead in from the voice It was all part of the marketing strategy wow. um, So I think there was some sort of subtle thing happening there. Um, all right <sighs> So that's point three point number four about why uh, Karen is why the show ultimately failed is that she sang redneck woman in a scene that I'll just never forgive her for because um, I love Redneck woman and I just hated that scene I don't really need to unpack it. I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, Karen sang Redneck Woman in a scene that was really bad. I know exactly the the scene you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm.
1: is not the only song scene that you could reference. It's that, not the only one. It's oof, just
4: one that felt personal. That was personal for to you.
3: Me. I mean, Understand, the second yeah. they took singing out of the context of rehearsing a musical,
4: mm-hmm. bizarre. Things were wrong. Things were wrong. Things were wrong. Um, and then my fifth point is I honestly got so bored thinking about Karen Cartwright that I ran out of more ideas because um, Karen Cartwright just sucks. But I want to pose this question to the panel because I respect you all as academics wow. Thank and you. pop culture aristas. Thank you. that. Um, I feel like you're correct. I feel like, I think this was sort of addressed when we were talking about Megan Hilty playing it. I feel like there could have been a space for Catherine McPhee in this world. I don't think Karen Cartwright was the role for her. I think um, a few people that I think could have brought the role to life, Hilary Duff.
1: Wow. Oh, I see what you're
4: doing here. Okay. Uh, Haley Duff, her sister. Okay,
1: that's really Saw her in Harrisburg on Broadway.
3: Okay, Okay. Um, With another American Idol, Diana Degas.
4: Oh, amazing! DeGarmo. Oh, oh, maybe DeGarmo, maybe DeGarmo, maybe DeGarmo, DeGarmo. because much... she
2: almost unseated Fantasia. Now she did not at she didn't. all, but she, she that last that is the best finale Honestly, of American Idol. I'll fight you on that. That electrifies me. Wow! Well, I, I literally the feel the room just got so much hotter. Caitlyn is like, so I just wow. think she knows that world of being yeah. the up and comer. Here's song. the thing: yeah, my
3: parents saw her in Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, said she was great.
4: Yeah, yeah, I bet she was. I bet she's nice. I want to have drinks with her. Yeah,
3: I have a picture with her. <laughs>
4: um, I think we're close. <laughs> I think we're close. I also think now this next one in 2012 it wouldn't have made sense per se, mm-hmm. but you know if we were gonna do a smash reboot, who I would maybe hire is Karen Cartwright, Amelia Clark.
1: Am I allowed to say who's Interesting. that? Interesting.
4: Wow. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. The world probably knows her best from Game of Thrones, which oh. I
3: famously never watched.
4: I know her from the movie Me Without You. Okay.
3: <laughs> also in the forthcoming Last, last Christmas, Christmas, written Christmas. by Emma right. Thompson. Everyone yes, should indeed. probably check it out. Trailers for Last
4: Christmas, which have been going on for eight months. Eight right. months yeah. Wow. Since last Christmas. Yeah. Um, but she's got a really good voice. And oh, does she? Good she for her. does. She can sing. She plays a singer in Last Christmas. She does. She's, got she's really a... hawking
3: this movie for her.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Last Christmas. Kickback. <sighs> Kickbacks, kickbacks again. <laughs> I watched
3: one episode of Stephen Colbert. I know everything about this
2: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Thompson really needs this one. Um, oh, yeah.
3: Lover. There's
4: something about Amelia Clark, though, to me that like, no matter how successful she gets and no matter what she accomplishes, I buy her as sort of plucky and like yes. unassuming. Agreed. And like, I can like, if she walked into, you know. And she is so, like, captivating and charming that, like, I could see her walking and being like, I don't know how I got to this audition. What I booked the lead. Like, I bought it from her. Lauren,
3: as the seconds tick by, I am falling more and more in love with this idea. Because here's the thing. (laughs) The number one thing missing from Karen Cartwright is charisma. Yeah. Magnetism. Amelia Clark spades Mm. all of them
4: yeah and that's not and that's not to say that like i think Catherine mcphee just is like she's so self-possessed and so cool that i like i just never bought her as karen cartwright
1: yeah
4: yeah well um and then last but not least and this is if we were going to do like truly prestige uh level television helen Merritt. if we (laughs)
3: Mm. honestly
4: that would be great but if we wanted to get smash the the Emmy, the Oscar, the, yeah. if we wanted it to EGOT, we would have given it to the one, the only, true Marilyn Monroe, Michelle Williams.
1: Oh,
3: I see.
4: Michelle versus Ivy Lynn, wow. That doesn't seem right, though. you imagine a Michelle Williams versus Megan Hilty showdown? Because I can, and I have.
2: You're right, though, mm. the tone of the show would just it a totally if it was different.
4: still Smash. I think it's still Ivy Lynn, but yeah. I don't know. It's not, yeah, I don't think... Uh, Yeah, it would have been... That would have been the Showtime version of Smash.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have to say, though... Yeah. Separating Karen from Catherine McPhee, Mm -hmm. as interesting as it is, like, in a creative, like, who would you cast way? (laughs) Yes, thank you. It actually is very hard for me to separate the two of them. Yeah, well, sure. Because, not just because, like, you know... I'm not saying it worked, because, you know... But it did kind of work. And maybe, are we allowed to hate them both? The character absolutely. and the actor. Oh yeah, you
4: absolutely are. You're allowed <laughs> to hate and love but what you if want what if
1: Katherine McPhee actually did an excellent job playing a really yeah, shit character? No, that happens.
4: I mean, it does happen. um I'm not saying. Listen, I don't think Karen Cartwright deserves like a campaign getting her justice because I'm not saying Definitely she was well written. No, I'm just saying that these are some actors that I maybe could have. Oh, can, can, I sure, I just, yeah. can I throw one? i just yeah. Can I throw Yeah. Who do you think?
2: Rachel McAdams. Uh,
4: okay, so I thought about I her. No, don't know if she can sing, actually. I thought about her. And I didn't mm. put her on the list just because.
1: Well, you know, she looks good with every color hair.
4: She does. She so that's really not That's, that's issue. the main That will never be the, question, issue. That's never yeah. the issue. I will say, Ben's mouth
2: has been open for one solid minute. So you yeah. need to address whatever's What's going I on just... of your mouth.
4: He gave himself chills, I can tell.
3: I just. I the the number one problem with Karen Cartwright.
4: Okay, what is it? Hit me. Is
3: Catherine?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and
3: I feel bad saying. I, I feel that terrible that saying it, and that's why I wanted to go on the. I wanted to
4: go on the record as saying I'm not anti Catherine I, McPhee I, I, I love not women. At all. I'm not but pro. Like, but like, I'm, I'm not
2: pro. It, proximity to David Foster, you are not a good person. Okay,
4: well that's fair. That's
2: I mean, actually Celine very
3: Dion worked them, so whatever. <laughs> but um.
2: A lot of people work with them. it's but she, she was, proximity to renee makes you wonderful
3: Ooh, <laughs> oh renee r.i.p can we pull one out for renee oh, yeah, absolutely we Thank are we one out right now um no i just we can talk and talk all around it but the, the fact of the matter is you talked on the show okay
4: wow okay. i mean yeah no you're right you know what and at the end she of the day she
3: sang her face off that she
4: may didn't. that may be our
3: that academic conclusion be, i
4: think that is our academic conclusion but, but
3: i also have to say <laughs> I, I mean just an addendum there are so many other things wrong with it oh okay. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like she is just one check mark and may and not sure. the first check mark no i mean
4: well i just think that like she's our engine right she's our story engine and when your engine's off the track right that's where you're
1: going to the entire the manifesto che- that yeah that that's actually the problem. So no, that know. is the first check mark <laughs> is what she's saying.
4: Uh, for me, but I, yeah. I, I appreciate And if,
3: I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah.
1: Oh, wow. wow,
4: I love the tension between the two of you it's right now. It is very dicey. Which one of you is the Ivy and which one dicey. of you is I the thought about
1: it I thought about it on the way here. Okay. We're both Eileen. That's actually <laughs> accurate, <laughs> completely I accurate. Was the <laughs> producer We're producer Eileen was I, I think depending television. on like on our day and our mood and our conversation, one of us is Eileen and one of us is the husband. Right. Except that we don't like throw drinks in each other's would face. We would never waste a well, drop
3: of alcohol. You me. can no. always start. That's wasteful.
2: On that oh. note, let's take another commercial break. We together.
4: And we're back. Hello, Stan fans. We are still
2: Stan and Smash. Um, and we're going to play another game with our friends. Huh. Um, I'm nervous. So this is a good one. Keep this going.
4: refers...
2: This is quite open-ended, and I think you will win. Um, Then this game, we're going to refer to the last episode of Smash, the Mm -hmm. Tonys. Oh, wow. In the final episode of Smash, both Ivy Lynn and Karen Cartwright are nominated for the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical for Bombshell, and a thing we have not even gotten to yet, Hit List, respectively, which is the production that Karen leaves Bombshell for. Yeah. Woof, woof, woof. The other nominees you might not remember Oh, are real actresses Kate Baldwin for Seesaw, Sutton Foster for Oliver, and Audra McDonald for House of Flowers. Now, Seesaw, Oliver, and House of Flowers, as I know them, are real musicals yes. in the world that we're living in, Yes, but who knows what they are in Smash, you know? Oh, we just wow. don't
3: know. Oh, wow. So wow.
2: I w- would like you two to come together to give me a quick synopsis of the plots of Seesaw Oliver and House of Flowers within the world of Smash, keeping in mind that they do, of course, star Kate Baldwin, Sutton Foster and Audra McDonald, respectively.
4: And I just want to pop in and make one uh, quick comment that it, it, it does make me feel good to know that Karen Cartwright ultimately did not win the Tony. And I just want to say that out loud. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. To, to be clear, I be right. yeah, yeah that
2: uh, would have been a great ending if Kate Baldwin wins for seesaw, and they're both oh. just sitting there, like, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, seesaw. That, that, that would have been great, actually. Yeah. Honestly, it would have been again yeah, more everything. realistic. Um, okay. okay, so please so, yes. give me a synopsis of Smash's seesaw.
1: Holy mother of God! <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> this is a lot different than it uh, obviously uh, takes place on. A is it Nintendo Smash or not? Seesaw, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yes, for sure. I'm seeing maybe a Charlie Brown sort of like adults playing children. Oh, mm. or like a Dog Sees
3: God type of thing? Yes,
1: exactly. <gasps> yeah, wow, yeah. Okay. yeah, And what yeah. is Kate Baldwin's... Maybe is Kate it Dog Baldwin's... Sees God the musical? Potentially. Oh, my gosh. Renamed Seesaw? And that... what is
2: Kate Baldwin's role?
3: Oh. Uh-oh. Sally? Well, she's the lead. Oh, yeah. right, right, yes. right, 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 She's the so lead actress. So I'm going to go with maybe Lucy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's the one in the blue, right?
1: It, I feel like... Oh, it would have to be yes it, that's Lucy it movie. would have to be along the lines of a hit list style where it would be like a dark edgy yes Doxy's mm-hmm. God Charlie mm-hmm. Brown yeah, musical yeah, yeah. Um, and the seesaw is the metaphor for the ups and downs of maybe their addictions it's oh, like directed wow. by John Doyle or something yeah
2: wow congratulations awesome. to Kate Baldwin <laughs> um, I'm going to say that is correct <laughs> that's correct that's uh, now tell us about Sutton Foster's Oliver within the world of Smash
3: Okay, so it's not about the di- it's not a Dickens. I
4: don't think so, no. That's in our world. I don't this think they've ever heard of Dickens in Smash.
3: Awesome. Do we Oh my gosh. Huh. Is it I-,
1: I see it as a one one woman
3: show. Okay. Wow, don't... wow. wow. a one wow, woman wow, musical wow. Wow. Oliver. Is it and like, she remi- didn't win. like reminiscent <laughs> of uh like when Bernadette Peters won for song and dance?
1: Potentially.
3: Wow. Potentially.
1: These are good. But who, so is, Oliver who is Oliver in this story?
3: Um, who are other famous... I'm trying to think. Ooh, maybe it's not Oliver. Maybe it's Olivier. <gasps> oh. And she's playing Lawrence Olivier. She would. Gender She band. absolutely would.
2: Mind blown. She was robbed. She was Olivier. robbed.
1: She should have won the Tony wow. for that.
2: I, people are talking about Sutton Foster and Olivier. <laughs>
1: the thing is, the review
3: was a fan. <laughs>
2: And please, I mean that's okay. You got you got that one right. And please tell us about
4: Audra McDonald in House of Flowers mm-hmm. from Smash.
3: Okay, House of Flowers, wow. starring Audra McDonald. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: And remember, this was like circa 2013. 13. If that gives you any inspiration for what Audra was doing around then,
3: House of Flowers.
1: Hmm. This is not the the real House of Flowers in the real world. Is that based on a- that book? It's or, uh, am I thinking, about no, rival I'm of, brothels. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of flowers in the attic completely. Oh, V.C. Andrew's classic. Mm. I'm completely happy to talk about that, that right. anyone who wants a flower, Could this be ends. the musical based on that? <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. But
3: isn't that about, but is there a mother? I mean, who yeah. would Audra be playing?
2: We can always add a character. I don't always.
3: know the. Or she
4: could be playing a young child. There is a mother character, if I remember correctly, because someone puts them in the attic.
1: <laughs> right. And then the two kids are brother and sister, and maybe they're in a relationship.
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm. So she's back to Game of Thrones yeah. again, y'all. Wow.
1: Just
2: what do you think? Uh, this has already been a correct answer, but what do you think Audra's big number in that show is?
3: House of Flowers? Yes, that's based um, on
2: Flowers in the Attic, where she's a mother. I think
3: it's called Petals. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I put my and it's like a seven-minute song. Oh, the petals are the children. It's
1: yeah. got to be like the end of Act One, yes. big number, and then at the end, like petals actually fall over the audience, like oh my God. snow and frozen. I just see, yeah, yeah
4: that's wow. for sure. And she hits that I,
1: final
3: and she's note. She's killed and someone, just... and she's like, and they're and all she just, red. Like,
4: rips your heart out with petals. Wow, like a very.
3: Very hard mix. I yeah.
2: cannot believe Ivy Lynn beat these women I for these either. triumphant roles. I'm she so was happy good, but she wasn't Thank you wasn't that so much good. for that. Wow. That was amazing. Three Snaps. out of three. One thing I want to point out is I do think I discovered the logic that of why they chose those three names beyond mm-hmm. the fact that they're famous Broadway stars. That yeah. this was supposed to be the 2013 Tonys. Uh, Audrey McDonald did win in 2012. Yes. Sutton Foster did win in 2011. Kate Baldwin just nominated in 2010 <sighs> because the winner in 2010 was Catherine Zeta-Jones. And I think <laughs> they didn't want to name check her because that's right. kind of a whole deal. So I believe that was their logic. Not for any of those shows. I um, love it.
3: We love all three of those actors. And
2: congratulations to all five yeah. of them yeah. on their nomination for the fake 2013
3: film. Really great, great work. Really great.
2: And for Marin Maisie for presenting. Congrats. Oh,
3: yeah. yes. And rest in peace. Love, love you. Sorry people pour that one out too. love no. her so much. Caitlin, Sunflower. I would love to
2: hear your thesis. Okay, great. I, I would like to present a, a thesis and we touched upon the topic slightly. um, and, and Smash, we kind of all agree, had its highs and lows as a show. But the thing is, ultimately, it's more of a PSA uh, for your health mm. than it is a show, and it is successful on that. Mm. Um, and we're talking about the very real health, public health issue of uh, peanut safety. Yes.
4: Oh
1: my God.
2: So, you may remember the plot, the five episode arc to this. Again, this is where Smash Goes Crazy. Why does this get five episodes? Was but it five? Yes. As Karen and Ivy battle for Marilyn, a third Marilyn is introduced. Rebecca Duval, played by. Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman, who is supposed to be the movie star. Um, and again, I think this is a great idea. This is like, <laughs> this makes sense. This would happen in real life. That a movie star would come in and sweep. I would just like to point out that Rebecca Duvall is the star of the movies The Disembodied, Casual Friday, and Casual Friday 2. Oh, wow. Which please play at home. This little Cultural the plot. Appropriation. Yeah. I'm just throwing
3: it out
2: there. <laughs> Very much so. And lo and behold, she can't sing she's going to do the uh the uh opening uh performances in boston but she really doesn't have it and her agent's trying to get them to uh change the song so they're easier to sing um i think we can see the problem mm-hmm. here um i would also like to point out some quotes i found from uma thurman regarding the character and i guess her feelings on rebecca Duval. she said rebecca Duval is such a unique character She brings a new dynamic onto the set and causes drama everywhere she turns. mm -hmm. Smash is a huge production with wonderful original songs and fantastic choreography. I hope Smash fans will watching Rebecca as much as I enjoyed playing her. So my belief is Uma Thurman never read any scripts or saw any episodes of Smash. Because those were like the most generic quotes.
1: Mm -hmm. I... Did she say that before she was even cast? They're just
2: like kind of PR quotes that came out around the time of her. It was just like, I love playing characters. Characters are good. Shows are good. I hope audiences like shows and characters. (laughs) It was insane. And that's just about how much Uma Thurman put into it. And no hate to Uma on that one.
4: I do think there was like a little bit of a gag going on at that time for the cast. Because I think around the time she was doing PR was around the time... That um, they were starting to try to push um, to re- to re- so re- as a out oof, and oof. bring in new people. So i uh, I was doing some like reading online, yeah. and it sounds like there kind of became like a we're locking down set, and like you have to check in with your handler before you talk. Right? No, no, no. These were de- these- yeah yeah. I very much understand these were written Maybe. by a
2: PR person, but I do but like that's the idea all all the that more with f- funnier. I love that with the idea, though. Um. So. This is great. We've got two, as the show believes, perhaps not the people in this room, worthy Marylands. And then we've got the movie star, Marilyn. Mm-hmm. And this is a great moment for either, you know, our creative team, our writers, director, producers to sacrifice stardom for talent. Or maybe one of our heroines, Karen or Ivy, uh, you know, overcome some obstacle or character flaw to finally win the role. They push themselves. You know, those would be ways to go that would make sense. But that's right. predictable. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Smash isn't going to do that Mm-mm. What's going to happen Is a PSA About the dangers Of Peanuts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in an absolutely Bizarre turn of events Ellis Who is Eileen's Assistant Who's Not had a huge role On the show Thus far uh, Decides he wants To be a producer And how he's going to Make that happen Is give Rebecca Duval A smoothie With peanut butter in it So she can't sing In the performance And ultimately Karen goes on In this particular uh, Version of it Um which, you know, a lot of people said was bad and really a weird ending to the first season of the show. But, you know, I'm just saying they cast a spotlight on important health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, also, I just wanted to point out I was stalking uh, Jamie Separo, who played Ellis. <laughs> and shout out to Jamie. We will tag you on this episode. Um, and on November 9th, he tweeted smooth peanut butter is for the week.
1: <laughs> this November? Wow. Like a few days ago?
2: Yes. Oh my God! And it only has two wow. likes. Why does it only have two likes? That's I think people tweet. are scared of him because mm. I mean he's out there poisoning people like with a threat, butter. doesn't it? Exactly. It sure from does. him. Oh my God, Jamie. That's Look at in keeping, his way. He's keeping our awareness alive. Yes. Thank you, Jamie, who played Ellis. Um. There's. I. I just can't believe it ended on a peanut allergy. It's all about
1: EpiPens. Imagine what would have happened if she just had an EpiPen.
2: It should have been sponsored by EpiPen. Do do we
3: think it's because of Smash that they don't give out peanuts on planes anymore? Oh, I think it wow. saved lives. Yeah. Yeah? yeah,
2: yeah. I believe so. I, I want to give that. I believe credit a lot of the airline industry has been influenced by things that happened on Smash.
3: I mean, I
4: think most industries have yeah. been impacted. Yeah, there's by no reason Smash. the airline industry should be any different. That's than why they canceled all. the
3: show, is because it was having too great of an impact.
4: Yeah.
1: on society. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, power can only corrupts.
2: Absolutely, changed uh, so much after two seasons. I mean, imagine mm. we had eight seasons. We do
1: have right? to wow. point out one important thing though about the peanuts, the peanut Please. butter smoothie.
2: Yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, are you going to no, say that? No, it? I'm done, but I believe she, I know what you're going to say. I mean, like,
1: it's a very important, but small detail that she later admits that uh-huh. she knew. Uh-huh. She saw him put uh-huh. it in or she smelled it or she tasted uh-huh. it. She drank it anyway because yep. she knew that she was going to bomb in mm-hmm. Bombshell.
2: Yep.
3: Wow. Yep. He's mm-hmm. yep. 100% right. correct. That's right. I she about to, that. She to, instead of oh, just backing out, yeah.
2: risking her own life so she doesn't have to do it. And we've it's all a been martyr. There. We've yeah. all been there. Right? We've all been there. Well, she's the star of Casual Friday and Casual Friday 2. Yeah. I mean, she
4: can't have this she kind can't. of thing happen. And what, what will happen to Casual Friday 3? Right. Mm. I remember once in <laughs> high school, I forget what show it was, but I remember standing in the parking lot of the theater building asking maybe Ben to just run my foot over to get me out of some show.
1: Did you do it? Yeah. No. Oh, Damn.
4: But you know,
2: that's kind of the energy missing yeah. from Karen too. Is like, if it really was your second day, we're kind of debating what yeah. it really was. You'd also just be nervous as hell.
3: Hell, hell yeah. yeah. And she, uh, it was so weird also that Rebecca Duval like wanted to be her friend. Yeah. And, like, took her under her
1: wing. And- Very
4: weird. Very well, Who's doing that?
1: Wasn't she doing that, to, like, keep your enemies closer kind of thing?
4: Yes. Because she
1: knew that she was the understudy. And I also
4: think and she yeah, but... hated Ivy more. I think that's it. I think her yeah. hate for Ivy made oh, yeah. space for Karen. But I never felt like Rebecca Duval thought she was the enemy. I felt like she thought she could suck out her talent. Right. Like, Ooh. Yeah,
3: very vampire. And Ursula right? Yeah, Yeah, like, I thought it was yeah. an Ursula situation. Well, And more. I also sort of got the vibe that maybe Rebecca Duval wasn't good. Yeah. And so... Wasn't she was like kind of naive and sheltered and just was maybe looking right. for like a cool chick to be friends with yeah. in Boston. Totally. totally. Like I never really got that there was animosity there.
4: No, no, no. Yeah, I think she was like thirsting for a friend and yeah. some support. And I think, I think Rebecca Bre- Rebecca might be one of the most tragic characters in Smash history because-
1: Or
3: all of television
4: oh. Or all of television. Because yeah. I think it was, there was something so heartbreaking about watching this like, industry of a talent character finding out that they weren't
3: good. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Because yeah, everyone yeah.
3: tells her all the time how good she is. Right. And then she does have that scene where she's like, just tell me. Like, yeah. tell me, like, let's work. I want to make this work. So let's try. She had every good intention. Yeah.
4: Totally. I like, I mean, that's like something yeah. I can relate to. Like, have you ever worked on something and been like, oh, this is great. And then, it opens or you have like an invited dress or something. And that first feeling of, oh, oh no, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whew.
3: You almost wonder what her agents told. And again, we're talking about Rebecca, not Uma. Yeah. Even though there might be some parallels. Um <laughs> Like, what did Rebecca's agents tell her about this gig? Yeah. What did she think it was going to be? Because also, yeah, Uma Thurman
4: mm-hmm. looks
3: like no thing like, like Marilyn Monroe. No, it was a
4: bizarre move.
3: But has very similar body type to Catherine Ms. McVe. Mm. Yeah.
4: It is fascinating. I I was laughing. I thought so much about this particular storyline on Smash when I took a uh, an a workshop with a casting director who had, who was like in the process of casting one of those live T V musicals. Oh jeez. And he was doing this whole sort of lecture in class about like you have to understand your Abilities and limitations and you have to make it clear with your with your with your representation because he was bemoaning the fact that he was being inundated by agents and managers trying to force clients on him. Oh, I'm sure that he that couldn't sing that just can't sing mm-hmm. and who just thought that their client's star power outweighed it. And he said that he had several embarrassing appointments where these like very well-known, very experienced actors were forced into these rooms oh, to sing yeah. and just bombed.
3: Well, I'm sure, I'm sure we've all seen some of the Mamma Mia audition tapes that are well, on and YouTube. we've all seen
4: Mamma Mia. Wow. Well,
3: yes. How dare you? But there are some yes. classic, yeah. Chris believe. Klein, yes. Chris Klein, yep.
2: That's a famous one. I ben love Kat that one. But what are you supposed to do? Yeah? I mean, when you're Chris Klein, no one, not
4: tape it. Or don't let the casting director even. <laughs> or be really nice to the, your assistant because somebody got mad and leaked it. Like, who leaked that? Like, who did he hurt? But you know, they Maybe do, he
3: did it himself. Maybe he has a good sense of humor. They've
2: done that calls to uh, UCB performers before for different, more comedic, uh, forward Broadway shows. And yeah, I mean, I've heard people, what are you supposed to do? You gotta show up to the audition yeah. when you get a chance. And I've overheard some audition that... One gonna be good.
3: Yeah. And sometimes try.
4: But sometimes but that was sort of the casting director was putting into our heads. He was like, You don't have to say yes to every audition because sometimes you're gonna do yourself a disservice if you show up and you're not if you're like in your heart of hearts, if you know you can't sing, don't come into my room. Right.
2: Um, I agree, but like, you know, you just yeah. always
4: hear the other
2: story too. Right. So you always hear True. the like well, you're horrible for this but i'm actually casting something else that you're the thing for yeah. or there's right. a
3: great funny role in the show that doesn't have a solo
4: right yeah but like you gotta you gotta know you gotta know that that's what you're doing and then you gotta give them something else you can't go in and do a piss poor you know yeah. but of again something. it's you know, not I your job know. to make the casting director's job easy No, but it is your job to make yourself look good and make people want to work with you. But like, but the person
2: you have to please, we're getting off topic, but I think is your agent or manager. I was going to say,
3: isn't it your agent's job to make sure that they don't submit you for.
4: That's what, but it's your job to make sure that they know who they're representing.
3: That's very true. It's
4: your job to have a good, like to maintain that relationship. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I don't
3: know. I do wow. uh, well, who knew?
2: Karen fell wow. into something that she fell into something had no business being. in. Rebecca Duvall Rebecca, fell into something. The only Karen. one that deserved to well, Neither Rebecca was so good was at the I disembodied. Did Karen even
1: have an agent? <laughs> I Rebecca do have was that on so DNA. good at the disembodied. <laughs>
3: I bought that at Target.
2: Um, <laughs> on that note, she does have a real Target <laughs> DVD vibe, and that's no disrespect. <laughs> no, does I'm all sorry, the respect. Karen. Yeah, no, uh, no,
1: Rebecca, Rebecca Duvall. Duvall. Oh, yeah.
4: Um, before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to. Because I feel I I kind of felt like we were pointing out some of the ludicrous things about Smash, and you know pointing out some of the, its failures. I did want to take a moment before we yes. say goodbye today to highlight one of its greatest successes. Thank you. And so um, I just wanted to bring in a clip from the song that I listen to regularly, often on repeat for hours. Uh, so this is a little bit of my favorite song, and let's just take a taste of it. and see if you can all remember what song this is and why it happened (laughs) do
1: you want me to tell you are you going to sing it oh well this is history is made at night yeah
4: and he's singing
1: this would be Megan Ivy, Hilty, right? As
3: Ivy Lynn, it's, as Marilyn Monroe. It's oh, Megan right. Hilty
4: as Ivy, as Marilyn Monroe, and who's her scene partner?
3: Will Chase. Yeah. Oh. And,
4: and Will Chase as?
3: As Joe, oh, uh, Joe, DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio.
4: Well, it's Will Chase as whatever his character's oh. name is. Oh, that's too many levels. No, yeah.
3: wait, I. Danny.
4: Something like that. Oh, that's
3: that's Jamie Jamie well, boyfriend. all
2: the bombshell music is pretty good. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's I the, mean, thing.
3: the music there's a lot of really great stuff about this show. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even gotten into so many of them. I, I mean, thought you were going to play They Just Keep Moving day Yeah. Uh,
4: I just wanted to like, I wanted to bring it around to like yeah. just a moment of like positivity and remind everyone that like the music on the show was good. The Bombshell musical is so good. I would yeah. go see Bombshell
1: it's, well, it was still on Broadway. Like,
4: it's, rumored to like maybe be yeah. Coming, they did like it feels a, kind of like it's They did like a concert. A they've done, concert, done several
2: yeah. uh, 54 Below things yeah. with it but I think it's kind of
4: but history is made at night is one of the sexiest musical theater songs ever written. And will chase can Joe, his DiMaggio around me any day. Like, come on. I like every episode that Dever Messing was fighting her attraction to Will Chase. I was Look. like, woman, give in. And that was the Can strangest. We have was one of the she worst did plots.
3: give in. Although like a shout out to Brian Darcy James.
2: That's okay. the thing. Wh- why? I, I just was not. That was one of the plots from the word goes like we care about this writer's marriage. It's like, No, could we focus on the two people going out for Marilyn Monroe? Also, the 30 year old playing the eight
3: year old. That was her son. Oh, oh right. that was
1: the strangest I that is still he upon rewatch weird. the sun is one of the, the stranger the, parts of the The sun whole is show. very
4: strange I was into the failing marriage maybe that says more about me and my fantasy life. Uh, Again, yeah, you, 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 your you fantasy life
1: his, is a failed
2: man. That's what I'm saying. Her <laughs> fantasies are she's at a crossroads where she has to choose something. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's
4: not just, just things going well. Yeah. No, I really like, I thought it was sexy that she's like in rehearsal. Oh, and come on. When like, they, you
1: know, when they meet up in the rehearsal, rehearsal room, room and they so have hot. like sexy sex. I mean, can we there, discuss
3: yeah. the m- most glaring Thing on Smash is that they got into that studio room after hours, in the middle <laughs> of the night, and had
2: right. I mean. That's not, not a, protocol. That's not protocol. But and that's what the takeaway, I think that's the final takeaway final
3: takeaway is.
2: Oh my God. Please <laughs> respect studios <laughs> yeah. and their times Honestly, and the front desk people. Leave
3: it the w- better than the way you have it. Seriously, clean you. up Actually, after Get the yourselves. wrappers. Do not, not put Avion that water bottle. bottle on the piano. That's oh rude. <laughs> it's wrong.
2: It's rude. And just, you know, I know, stack up the chairs. It's very annoying, but you have to do it.
1: You if you're going to have sex in there, Febreza.
2: Thank you. That's why they make those little mini travel bottles. But who knows what she had in those scarves. God. So, guys, where can we find you? Yeah, Outside the of mysteries of, this of Laura
1: is what she had in those scarves. Ooh, the wow. mystery, Just of the script just Project. wrapped up in there.
4: <laughs> that was a good cut. Yeah, Thank so you. let's say uh, to our listeners who fell in love with you and want to stand you, how can they find you after this?
1: Sue, so, um, on Instagram, I'm Mike Period D Francisco. Yeah. Um, and I also have a pop culture merch uh, store. and he um, is the
4: designer of our logo. Wow, wow. yeah.
1: So I do all kinds of um, doodles like that, similar to the style of this logo. Um, And my store is called The Compass Rose and it's Instagram, The Compass Rose Store.
4: Yes, yeah. so fun. You can get all sorts of your favorite celebrities printed on like T-shirts and bags. And I just saw uh, shower curtains are being made now. In a shower very curtains. Wow. Who doesn't so need one? If you want an Ivy versus Karen uh, Cartwright. I
1: only have Team Ivy, like yeah. exclusively Team <laughs> Ivy. There is no Team Karen. Well,
4: if you want wow. a Karen with a dartboard on her face, maybe. I
1: could make that mm, for sure. That. Wow.
4: And Ben, um, I, I know you still have an AOL email address. yeah. Uh if people want to reach you should they should they send a letter in the mail or letters you... in
3: the mail work? Yeah. Okay, do you have I a... do have a Facebook and I will accept oh. you as a friend if we've met in person.
4: <laughs> okay. Well that's wow, helpful. That's a wow. limited pool. That's helpful. Just message me But in I have with no in Instagram,
3: person. I have no Twitter. Um or Snapchat or any of those. Mm-hmm. things. Ben's living
4: off the grid. Um, I think he committed that crimes. That flip phone lifestyle. Yeah, he's living that flip phone life, probably because he committed crimes when we were children. That he's just on the lamb for. He's free. He's a free man. Please put out on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we we could talk for days about Smash and uh, f- stands out there. Uh, we'll continue this conversation on social media. Yeah, you can find us at We Stand Social across. Every platform there is. Yeah, that's right. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're trying to figure out TikTok. Yep. Maybe we'll do some uh smash on TikTok. If they had existed at the same time, the world would be different. <sighs> well, mm-hmm. you've been wonderful. We've been we stand together. And yes. We'll catch you
2: next time. Thank you. Until then, we stand together. <laughs> well, the boys now the Backstreet boys are